And I appreciate the opportunity to speak to your prayer warriors there. I see they're scattered across the world. That's encouraging. Uh, I'm involved with a ministry called the Krupp Project. Back in 2020, I returned from Kenya and we set up this project. It's named after the first missionary to East Africa, Ludwig Krupp. He's a German missionary. And he opened up East Africa for the gospel. And today he's very well known in Kenya. Any child going through high school knows about Ludwig Krupp. He's well known in Germany. He was a, uh, he was a, a linguist began the study of the Swahili language. And so we call it the Krupp Project. Our purpose is in the Krupp Project to get material, resource material, theological and pastoral and devotional material to pastors in, in East Africa. And we produce a little magazine uh, quarterly. It's printed in Kenya. It's printed in Uganda. We're hoping to get it into Zambia this year and some copies into to Tanzania. Uh, so the magazine has got some traction, encouraging, in East Africa. We also put it out on WhatsApp. I have eight WhatsApp groups uh, in eight different African countries and goes out to almost 500 pastors daily. We send out material daily to pastors, almost 500 pastors in in Africa in eight different countries. appreciate your prayers for the ministry. The rural pastors, there's a huge distinction between the pastors in urban like cities like Nairobi and Kisumu, places in, in Kenya and other major cities in Africa, and the rural pastors who have nothing and they depend on, on the material sent in. Uh, and so they have no opportunity to go to seminary and no resources to buy material. So pray for that as we seek to get material to the rural pastors. You can check the website, Krupp Project, K-R-A-P-F uh, project.org. And you can sign up. There's a sign up sheet there. You can sign up and send up, get out updates, and also the magazine, the PDF of the magazine. I want to bring briefly to your attention Psalm number twenty-one. Psalm number twenty-one. These this little section of Psalms are messianic. Psalm number twenty-one is a kingly psalm, speaking of the kingship of Christ. Psalm number twenty-two you will be aware, is speaking of the suffering of Christ, the suffering servant. And there are details in Psalm number 22 that we don't get in the Gospels concerning the, the suffering of Christ. And then, of course, we all know Psalm number 23, which is the shepherd's psalm. I want to, to look very briefly at number 21. I'm going to read it here, the entire, the entire Psalm, 13 verses. The king shall joy in thy strength, O Lord, and in thy salvation, how greatly shall he rejoice. Thou hast given him his heart's desire and hast not withholden the request of his lips. For thou preventest him with the blessings of goodness. Thou settest a crown of pure gold upon his head. He asked life of thee, and thou givest it him, even length of days forever and ever. His glory is great in thy salvation, honour and majesty hast thou laid upon him. For thou hast made him most blessed forever. Thou hast made him exceeding glad with thy countenance. 
For the king trusted in the Lord, and through the mercy of the Most High, he shall not be moved. Thine hand shall find out all thine enemies. Thy right hand shall find out those that hate thee. Thou shalt make them as a fiery oven in the time of thine anger. The Lord shall swallow them up in his wrath, and the fire shall devour them. Their fruit shalt thou destroy from the earth, and their seed from among the children of men. For they intended evil against thee. They imagined a mischievous device, which they are not able to perform. Therefore shalt thou make them turn their back, when thou shalt make ready thine arrows upon thy string against the face of them. Be thou exalted, Lord, in thine own strength, so will we sing praise and praise thy power. The psalm turns on verse between verses 7 and 8. The second section, verses 8 through to 13, deal with the, the praise that the people are giving to the king. It's a psalm of David. The previous psalm is a prayer that the Lord would give him victory in battle. This psalm is a praise that the Lord has given him victory in battle. And there are three different aspects that are key to understanding this psalm. The first aspect is that this is a psalm of David. There was, in David's experience, in real time, in history, a victory that Jehovah gave to David. There was, secondly, and this is, I'm sure you'll be aware, a messianic psalm. So not only was there the victory that Jehovah gave to David in his lifetime, there was the victory that Jehovah gave to Christ. And this psalm, I think, as you read it, it is very clear, clearly a messianic psalm, and even a surface reading indicates the messianic implications of it. But there's a third aspect that we should not miss. And not only is there the ancient victory of David, there is the messianic victory of Christ, but there is also the present privileges. Paul said in Romans that we are heirs of God, joint heirs with Christ. All that Christ has wrought for us, all, that the, all the victories that Christ has accomplished on the cross and against our ancient foe, and it's interesting here in the end of this psalm, verse 11, all the evil that they intended to do, all the mischief that they imagined, and then the psalmist says, which they were not able to perform. They hadn't a chance. They had no hope against the almighty power of God and against his Christ. And so while they, they intended and they planned mischief, the devil, of course, planned this mischief against Christ, he had no hope. He was not able to perform it. And Christ was the victor. The victor. But the, Paul tells us in Romans chapter 8 that we are joint heirs with Christ. And this is what we need to remember. We are, we are the siblings of Christ. He is our elder brother. And all that he has accomplished, all the victories 
all the blessings that the that the Father has given to him, all the glories that the Father has given to him, which we which he prayed for himself in 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 John chapter seventeen, all of that, all of that, has been granted through Christ to us, and we need to bask in the in the eternal weight of the glory that we have gotten that has been granted to us. That's what the psalmist said in Psalm 103, that he has granted to us to know God. It's a gift. He has chosen us. He knew us before we were born. He sought us before we were seeking him. He loved us before we loved him. And now that he has achieved his purpose for us and in us, he is going to accomplish that purpose. And that's what this psalm is all about. But I, what I want you to, to notice here, verse 2, thou hast given him his heart's desire. You think of Christ praying for us, his people. All that the Father has given him will come to him. He's praying for us. He died for us. He prays for us in the present. And the, the Father, as Isaiah chapter 53 tells us, he has seen his seed. We are his seed. We are the accomplishment of Christ. The Father has given him his heart's desire. And then verse 7, for the king trusteth in Jehovah. That is the, the pivot. That there, verse 7, is why or how Christ accomplished all that he did. Our faith is frail. Our faith is at times uh, so smothered by the circumstances of life the trials and the temptations smother our faith so often. And yet Christ's trust in the Father and Christ's accomplishment that have been recognized by the Father are never smothered perfectly, accomplishing his purposes for us. But, but you have to recognize also then that all that we have here all that Christ has accomplished is ours. And you see this in verse 1. Jehovah is our strength because he was the strength of the Messiah. Jehovah is answering our prayers, our desires, our godly desires that he plants in us. He is answering them. Jehovah is going before us. He, as verse 3 says, he, the, the authorized version says, prevent us. But it go, it, the, the liberal is, it, it's an old English word that means to go before. So he goes before us. All of these things that Messiah, that the Messiah uh, discovered and accomplished for us are ours. Jehovah has crowned us as king, verse 3. Jehovah has given us life, verse 4. Jehovah gives us honor and glory, verse 5. Jehovah gives joy unspeakable in everlasting blessing, verse 6. Jehovah gives 
perseverance for those who trust him. That's the promises, beloved, that we have in Christ. As we come to pray, we, we cannot come to pray. We cannot come to pray uh, unless we understand and are resting in the, in the assurance and the confidence that he is hearing us and that he is on our side and we are on his side and that he is praying for us and all that he has accomplished is ours. And so one of the greatest uh, motivators and encouragers to prayer must be a sight and an understanding of what Christ has accomplished for us. But, but notice in closing, through his prayers, through his prayers, he trusted. He trusted in Jehovah. And the Lord, the Father, gave him his heart's desire. This is what the Lord has promised us. He's promised us that he will give us our heart's desire as that desire is within the will of God. And so as we come to pray, uh, we need to we need to rest on those on those truths, as Paul said in in Philippians one twenty one, for me to live is Christ. Everything, everything, even my prayers, even my prayers are resting in Christ, and I need to I need to consciously acknowledge that my prayers are resting in Christ. It is not enough just to come glibly. Uh, and 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 recite off the, in Jesus' name. We come with the confidence that our prayers are in the name of the One who has accomplished all. And when we trust in Him, we are putting, as it were, all our eggs in one basket in Christ. We have no plan B. We have no plan B. All our eggs are in this one basket in Christ. That's the confidence we have as we come to prayer. And I trust as we come to prayer today, the Lord will give us that assurance and that confidence and the joy then that will motivate us to ask in faith and, and receive then by faith.